Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today we have our guest here, Mike Olson from Fish Addictions TV and Fish Addictions podcast, Real Talk. Welcome to the Fish House Nation, Mike. Thanks, Chris. Glad to be here. I reached out to you uh, after watching one of your latest episodes on the video podcast. It was titled Going to War. And that show, uh, you guys went on a few rants in that show. Main one was against internet trolls. What's uh, what's been the feedback from that show? You know, nothing but positive. Uh, I, I never realized that you'd get that much backing. And it's one of those topics where I mean, a guy in my position kind of shies away from, doesn't really want to get involved in. But, you know, man, I love this sport more than anything. You know, this is this is my biggest passion in life is fishing. And so I, I just, you know, I just it dis, it's disheartening to see some of the stuff that's going on out there and and a guy in my position, it, it's time to start maybe speaking up a little bit about it. Is kind of where I was coming from. Yeah, why do you why do you think it's important to kind of speak out after that? I and mean, why is it important that that some of these guys kind of get get shown the door when they do what they do? You know, Chris, a lot of people have heard my story, but my my story started with Internet Warriors. You know, fish addiction started. That was the whole thing that started me. It, you know, I caught a fish of a lifetime. To make a long story short, I caught I caught a fish of a lifetime. I put it on a form. I got, you know, just torn apart. And, and it was all like over nothing. It was a fish that I'd caught, the biggest walleye to date at the time, put it on a form. I was on cloud nine. And like, it's so fast, I came down to like, feeling like I did something wrong and all I did was catch the biggest walleye of my life you know and and that was the moment when I decided I was going to try to make a change and for for eight years now with fish addictions I've, I've silently been then been fighting the battle but I think it's time to get other guys like yourself and myself and other guys that have a voice in fishing to like really like stand up and be like hey there is an issue this is a problem you know and this is a sport we all love. You're doing what you do because you love it. I do what I do because I love it and I have a passion for it. And I really care about the industry. And so like, it's just time. It's time to, it's time to, hopefully if I have a voice, I can convince other people that have a voice to, to jump on and, and have that same, same voice. So you just talked about why you do what you do and what I, why I do what I, what I do. What do you think? Why do you think they do what they do? What do you think that they're getting out of it? What, what's what's kind of their goal in, in doing what they do and, and making people feel bad about what they catch or feel bad about how they're fishing or what they're doing? You know, I, I hate to just go right out and say it, but, you know, jealousy is probably a big thing. Uh, another thing is maybe they're not getting out as much as they would like to get out. Uh, another thing would be, you know, it, it's speculation. I have no idea. I think the biggest thing is, is they feel very comfortable behind a screen and, and they don't want people to feel better than they do. You know, I mean, it's, it's the simple bullying is what's basically going on, you know, and my thought about, about fishing and and how I approach things is if we can't better a person, because I'm doing what I'm doing, fish addictions TV to try to educate 
and try to, you know, help people be a better fisherman, trying to show people the sportsmanship of fishermen. I'm not perfect either by any means, but we're trying to grow this sport, you know, and we have a, a really great opportunity to do that. And so many people have come to me and said, well, I didn't post a picture here or there because I was just afraid what somebody would say, or I didn't, I actually had one guy reach out to me after the podcast and be like, man, my son caught his first fish through the ice last week. And I didn't post a picture. I was, I, I was the most proud I've ever been as a dad. And as, as a fisherman that I passed this on to my son, uh, five years ago, I would have posted this up and said, this is my kid's first fish through the ice. I was so afraid of the backlash. Like that's wrong. Like that's, that's why I'm doing it, you know? And, I, I would say that honestly, Chris, that I've had since that podcast, I've been on like three, four different podcasts talking about it since I've probably gotten well over a hundred messages of people saying way to go. Like, holy crap. Like I agree with everything you're saying. I'm glad somebody's finally saying something. And it's, it's one of those subjects that especially somebody in our, you know, with somebody that maybe has a voice is always kind of avoided just because, we didn't, we didn't know how it was going to be received. I didn't know how it was going to be received when I decided it's time to speak up about it. And, uh, you know, it's been all positive for the most part, maybe one person that said I should mind my own business, but whatever. I mean, that's part of it. And I've had a lot of people reach out and say, keep your head up. And I just want to be clear with people. This isn't about people badgering on me and what I do. I know with what I do with Fish Addictions TV and with the podcast and stuff, I open myself up to criticism. I'm fine with that. That's fine. I want to preserve this sport because I have kids and I hope my kids love it. I hope their kids love it. And if it goes in the direction that it's going now, it's just not going to be something that people are going to love as much as I do, as much as you do, as much as the guys I fish with do, you know, and and people may think that's stupid, but it's not. I can see it. I hear it. And we get to hear a lot of things of how people are feeling. And yeah, there's more people joining the sport than ever. And that's going to have more of these questions that these guys hate to hear. These guys that are internet warriors are, are guys that have been on these pages forever. And yes, I'm just as a fault of seeing the Markham versus Vexilar question. But I have to assume every time that these people are honestly asking this question. Right. I mean, that's what these were created for in the first place. Yep. The questions. And I, I want to get to that in a second. But before we get to get there, what I'd really like to ask you, though, is we're talking about, you know, what we're doing. and We're talking about it and kind of bringing it to light. I know uh, Andy and, and the crew over there at IFM and the other guys out there, they're running these pages are doing the best that they can to clean this. Oh, stuff. Absolutely. But what, what can the what can the average person who's on these forums or checking them out? What can they do to, to kind of help this? I mean, honestly, like it's as simple as if a question gets asked, let's, let's just, we'll just throw out there. We, you know, we, I deal with Eskimo products. If a, if a question gets asked about a, a particular house, we're not calling this how and being like that house sucks. Get this. That wasn't the question that was asked. The question was asked is what do you guys think about? Let's, we'll just say the Eskimo 2800, the escape 2800. So let's, if you don't have experience with the Eskimo 2800, be quiet. Don't talk about it. Don't come back. Especially don't give us a comment like Eskimo sucks. 
because in most cases they don't they've never don't even have experience with what this person's asking about i i go through these i read them i don't i don't answer anything that i don't have experience with if i've never used the product if i don't have something constructive to say about the question that the person has asked i'm definitely not going to come back and be like oh eskimo sucks get an otter you know that's the dumbest thing that's the thing where everybody rolls their eyes and that's really the biggest problem is the fact that i get it you like your otter great that's awesome but that doesn't mean that eskimo sucks that doesn't mean clam sucks that doesn't mean that all these products suck us as consumers these days we're literally in the best situation we've ever been in because we as consumers demand good product. And if they are not giving us good product, they will weed themselves out, you know? And so us as consumers, if we demand it, we get it. And I'm honestly like the product that's out there today is amazing. Uh, every company has their strong points. Every company is really honestly all in all good. It's the Ford Chevy you know, deal all the time, the Ford Chevy Dodge. Obviously we all have our favorites and we have our favorites for a reason, but that doesn't mean the other one sucks. I mean, it doesn't mean we have to downgrade that person's decision and what they made. It doesn't mean that the fish they caught, if they say it's 14 inches and you think it looks 12 and a half. I mean, we all know that you don't know that you weren't there for God's sakes. And who cares if they posted it's 14 inches and it's really 13 and a half. Does that really make your day worse? I mean, do you really have to downgrade that person? Because in my case, I caught a 29 and a half inch walleye and I got degraded all the way through. And I honestly, honestly felt like I did something wrong by posting that picture. I was the one that was in the boat and had it on the, on the ruler. So, I mean. Yeah. And I think that's another thing, you know, you've got the fanboys out there and and it's okay to me. It's like if you're if you're a big fan of of a K drill compared to the Strike Master or to the pistol bit, and you want to talk about the great experience you've had with that, that's fine. But if you haven't used the other one, well, then just tell me about the great experience you had with what you have, and don't right. crappy that one is, even though you've never used it. Well, and I'm not saying don't answer the question if you disagree, right? But answer it constructively. I mean, you can say that, hey. I haven't had any experience with that product, but I really like the product that's very similar to what you have. Not that sucks. You right. know, that doesn't help anybody. Sure. Let's talk about, and you brought it up a little bit earlier, uh, your show, Fish Addictions. Uh, you guys are in your seventh season. Tell us a little bit about how that got started. I know you, you kind of said you started with this, with this walleye, but uh, a lot of people cut, catch big fish and it doesn't turn into a show. So right. how did that how, get there? How it started with, with, with the walleye. And I decided that, that I was going to create a, a family, a fishing community that was more positive, you know, like let's celebrate our big catches. Let's celebrate our achievements. And it started out as a form, but really, to be honest, I got into the form world right as it was dying, you know, so fish addictions was a form. It was fish addictions form. Uh, it lasted about a year. And then I, I obviously realized that this, the form stuff, you know, uh, fishing buddy and all that stuff were the big ones at the time and everything was dying. And I was like, well, I really like sharing my experiences. How can I do this? So we started a good buddy of mine and I started filming ourselves and just having fun with it, which kind of honestly morphed into what we're doing today. We're on our seventh season of doing fish addictions TV 
and we're just having fun with you know our we're just having fun with it our our whole thing is about showing people that fishing is fun you know, no matter what you're doing we're we're out there on the ice laughing having a good time catching some fish you know our, our goal is to be a little entertaining and 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 have have some education at the same time while we get to travel around and do what we love to do you know and, and we're just blessed that we have people that enjoy following what we do and day in and day out and it's 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 been a really fun ride and it's really about the sport it's about growing the sport it's about it's about trying to set an example for people out there you know that uh this sport is is something I'm super passionate about, and everybody involved with fish addictions is passionate about. What do you think sets fish addictions apart from other shows? Man, we're just out there. We truly show the fun aspect of fishing. I just I think that we're we're truly out there pushing ourselves and having fun doing it. You know, like it, this isn't a job to any of us. This is. I mean, like I said, told you before we started, I've been sleeping in this fish house for 15 out of the last 19 days and I've enjoyed every second of it. Do I want to go home? I got kids. I zoom, you know, I, I love that, but I have the, I, I think what sets us apart is that we're just a bunch of guys. We don't think we're better than anybody. We don't think we know more than everybody. We get to experience a lot of cool things. And we just love sharing those experiences with people. And we hope that that people out there want to go experience what we're experiencing. You know, like we get we're, we're so blessed. We get to experience a lot of once in a lifetime things throughout the course of a year. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're just we're really just a group of guys that just love to have fun. That's what it's all about for us and learn. I mean, we're, we learn every day. We push ourselves to different limits. We do different things and, and, you know, a well-rounded angler, we can learn from anybody. And that's one thing I've definitely learned doing this. What's the, what's the toughest part of doing this? Probably being away from family, you know, and, and, you know, I've got four kids and a wife at home and not that I don't see them and talk to them with technology. I mean, I get to zoom with them and do all that and FaceTime and all that kind of stuff with them. Um, but you know, it's, it's juggling family life and, and, and your passion at the same time, you know, and I think everybody struggles with that in, in some way, shape, or form. We all have our own struggles. Uh, but you know, I've got their support throughout this whole thing. My, I, I promised my wife that when this wasn't fun, I would quit doing it. You know, that was kind of the promise we made to each other is yeah, go follow your dream. But if it's not fun anymore, don't force it, you know? So that's what we're doing. We're just traveling around, having a lot of fun, meeting a lot of friends, a lot of fans, just making a ton of friends. And that's what it's all about. That's what fishing is about for us is making yeah. friends, sharing experiences. That was my next question. What's the most rewarding part of doing this show for you? For, for sure. It's, it's fun to be at a gas station filling up and some guy comes up and says, I really like what you're doing. I really love how you guys showcase the fun of fishing and, and how maybe that was lost. And that's kind of what, how I decided to, to do the show was, is like, I think there's great shows out there in depth outdoors, you know, all those guys, they have great shows and some of my favorite shows, but maybe the fun aspect and the, and the camaraderie aspect. And cause I, man, I love the fish, but I don't like to fish alone. You know, I want to have a buddy or two. 
And I, I want to show that, that, that's still part of it. You don't got to go out and take it serious every single day. Like we go out to catch fish wrong, but you know, we just, I, I just want to, I want to fuel that passion for fishing. I want to bring the kids and out, out into the outdoors and the fishing. I want to get the grownups out that are passionate about fishing that are, that maybe aren't passionate about fishing yet, but teach them because in my eyes, if I don't teach mom and dad, kids probably the kids are probably not going to follow through with it so if we can get the whole family involved that's the best thing tell me about uh, the transition of your show you guys have been on fox sports net and now you're kind of more focused on the distribution on youtube you've, you've taken the show off of fsn tell me about how, how that transition uh happened and kind of what went into that decision oh man that was one of the hardest decisions i've ever made you know, we've been on Fox Sports North for years now, and it's been great to us. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, things in today's world are transitioning more to online. They're transitioning more to to right now access. If I want to watch it, there it is. And we've always done the YouTube thing, but we've really just wanted to open up what we can do. And with Fox Sports North, we always felt like we were tied down a little bit. We really couldn't do a lot of things uh, just because of the way it was all done. Uh, so we've, we decided to, to do platforms like Carbon TV, Waypoint TV, Outdoor Action TV, Hulu, Roku, all that kind of stuff. So we're on all those internet platforms, including YouTube, which is, which is our main focus, and just putting out a lot of content. It doesn't have to be a half hour long show. It can be 10 minutes if that's what we want it to be. It can be a half hour. It can be three hours if that's what we want it to be. We just didn't want to be restricted anymore to what we were doing because there's so much going on and there's so many things that we want to do. And, you know, so far we've grown leaps and bounds with this decision. And I'm super happy with the decision, but it was still one of the hardest decisions I've ever made because as a kid growing up, Fox Sports North was the deal. You know, that was where you wanted to be. And then it wasn't long after that we got on Fox Sports North that I knew that probably wasn't the right place to be to, in today's fishing world for what we were trying to accomplish. So it took quite a few years to get to that point. But, you know, I, I'm really happy with the decision we've made. We've been having a ton of fun this year. It's allowed us to do the podcast. It's allowed us to do these extra vlogs. It's allowed us to travel and make multi-series episodes. It's allowed us so many things that we just weren't able to do, you know, with Fox Sports. Yeah, there's a lot of cachet, though, to, to what they would say. It's real TV. How, how have your partners reacted to the transition to go uh, to the online instead of the FSN? You know, that was a, the probably the biggest thing when I ended up making the decision. I made the decision based off of a few conversations I would have with partners that partner with Fish Addictions, but all of them were really excited for the plan. You know, I had a very well-placed out plan in place uh, to do how we were going to distribute our content, how we were going to move forward, and having that in place, everybody really understood. And and I'm the type of guy that's going to over deliver on things. And they knew that a lot of these guys have worked with us for years. I've, I don't feel like I've ever let them down. And it's just one of those things where they were all very supportive of it. And I think everybody's happy with the move. You know, and Fox Sports North, like I said, is kind of the mecca of our region. If you're an ice fisherman, you know about Fox Sports North. And not to take anything away from them. 
it just wasn't where we felt like at home, you know, and, and I think we found our home and, and on where we need to be with what we're doing now. There's a lot of talented people who have kind of taken advantage of the YouTube thing and, and they don't have those barriers. I mean, to be on Fox sports North, it costs money. You got to buy your airtime. You got to go out and get partners to help you buy your airtime. You're seeing all these talented people now putting videos together and putting on YouTube because that barrier has been broken down for them. Yeah. What do you see as kind of the future of fishing shows? How do you see that evolving as more and more people are getting involved and, and we're seeing people who probably would not have been able to put a fishing show together 15 years ago now are putting together some pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are no limits when you get to YouTube, right? If you can dream it, you can do it. Uh, I mean, obviously tastefully and respectfully and all that kind of stuff to the outdoors and everything like that. But if you want to do it, it's, it's there for the taking and it's not going to happen overnight. We've been doing this eight years. It's not like we just made this decision to do it. And, and some of the other guys have been doing it longer than what people think, you know, your Aaron Weebs of the world and stuff like that. They've been doing it for a lot of years. I mean, and, and Jay Siemens and all those guys, they've been in doing it in their own aspects. Uh, it's uh it's changing obviously with with everybody's we're kind of a want it now type society and maybe we don't want it at 10 30 on sunday maybe we want it at monday night at 10 30 at night when the wife is sleeping and you're laying in bed and don't know what to do right i mean that everything that we're doing is kind of a want it now society so we're trying to transform to when they want when they feel like they want to watch fish addictions they can get it at any time at any point and we're putting it out there on on a lot of different online platforms and and i i honestly i honestly feel like what we're doing is we're really paving the way for i think we'll see a lot of guys doing what what we were doing move and transition into this and i know we will because i've had a lot of outreach from other guys that were on tv doing that kind of stuff and and asking how it's going, they're really feeling it out, how, how we're approaching it, how we're doing it. And, you know, we've fish addictions, I always felt has been like, uh, we paved the way for a lot of different things in the industry, just like all, all the other guys doing it. And I think this is just nothing different. We just jumped a little sooner than everybody else. Very cool. Mike, is there something that uh, you wanted to talk about tonight that I didn't ask you? No, man, when we talk about fishing and having fun, I mean, that's what it's all about. You can't, if you're out on the ice and you're thinking, what am I doing here? Then you're, you, you should rethink what you're doing because fishing's having fun. Either you're not with the right people or you're just not doing what you really actually love to do. Uh, fishing is, is a passion of mine, has been a passion of mine since I was real little. I had a grandfather that taught us the respect and, and, and everything about fishing that I know. And man, just get out there and enjoy what we have. It's, it's not, you know, we're, we're trying to preserve this sport that we all have a passion for. And, and I, I can't, I love hearing from people that reach out and just, you know, thank you for, for doing the things that you do. You know, that makes everything worth it. You know, you, I spoke out on our podcast and I can't even imagine, I never imagined in a million years that I get the reach that I got from that, you know, and, and people really appreciate somebody having a voice for them. A lot of people actually felt like I was talking for them there, you know, and that was a really cool thing to know that. And I really haven't had any bad feedback from it. 
go out and have fun. This is a sport we love. It's not about a competition. Don't go on these internet places, these internet pages and, and trash talk people because that's not going to, that's not going to bring our sport to the future. And that's what it really should all be about. Cause if you're really passionate about it, you want to see the next generation succeed as well. Like we talked about uh, your YouTube channel, fish addictions, TV, people want to find you on social. Where can they find you? Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all of it. We're updating it all the time. You can find us at fish addictions, TV. Our YouTube is, is constantly updated, but you know, we're, we're big time into the Instagram and fish addictions, Facebook page constantly updating it all the time if you want to get a hold of me personally the fish addictions message message us through fish addictions or instagram i'm the one personally messaging you back it's going to be me every single time so i mean i'm out there for anybody to get a hold of and and that's a lot of fun for me to, to interact with everybody out there awesome mike thanks so much for joining the show and good luck the rest of your season out there filming hope you guys catch some big ones put together some nice shows thanks chris Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.